You're listening to UCW Radio. In your face. What we got here is a failure to communicate. Oh, have I got your attention now? We, for lack of a better word, is good. You know what I mean? Money to be made in a place like this. Money never sleeps, pal. You're crazy. Don't run when you lose. Don't whine when it hurts. You know what it takes to sell real estate? It takes brass, 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 brass. I'm falling, and I can't get up! All right, welcome to Money Never Sleeps. This is the show where we talk about anything and everything that impacts the flow of money from around the corner to around the world. And talking about around the world, there's so many things going on today, uh, not just in, in finance, but uh, in the geopolitical arena here in the United States. You have, uh, we're in a, an election year, so we have our um, our two candidates that are going to probably go, be going head to head. You know, they may have an independent that'll go in there, uh, so on and so forth. Uh, the reality is, on this show, I'm not going to get in, into my political opinions, uh, but I do think that we need someone that's going to help to generate uh, jobs and that's going to help to generate uh, deals globally so that we can continue to grow as a nation. You know, the United States was once a manufacturing superpower, and that changed. That changed in a big way. Uh, we went from a manufacturing uh, country to a service country, and uh, with with servicing, you know, things change. You, know, you have financial services, so on and so forth. Uh, the reality is, is that we need to get back to basics. We need to get back to to manufacturing, growing, doing things of that nature, and being self sufficient. And that's my opinion. Uh, who's going to be our next president here in the United States? Who knows? I can't tell you, um, but I hope whoever, whoever does go into office understands what we need here. It's not a political agenda. It is something you know. You have to help to. You have to you know implement some some sort of uh, um, some sort of something, and you have need something in place so that. We can actually grow. Companies grow. Small business can grow. You have to work with the entrepreneurs. You have to open up, you know, the, uh, you know, the, the, the finances for these companies, these small companies, so that they can grow and be competitive. Okay. They, ha- there has to be tax reform. There's no question. There has to be tax reform because you have so many major companies here in the United States that actually are doing business globally. But they can't repatriate the funds because by them repatriating the funds, they're getting hit with with another tax. You have to keep in mind that if they're doing business in France, Italy, wherever it is, they're paying taxes over there. So now they're going to get penalized for bringing it back? Why would they bring it back? And this is part of the problem here is that, you know, you have the government that's uh, sitting there and ha- they have their hand out saying, okay, well, you're going to bring the money back here. We know you're going to create jobs. We know you're going you're, you're gonna to create, you know, some sort of flow, a uh, cash flow that will help the country, but we want to get paid. We want our taxes. Okay, but, you know, the business wasn't done here. Just because the business is here, they, they, they have to get penalized for, for bringing the money back to put it back to work. That doesn't make any sense. Uh, anyway, my opinion Let's see what happens. Okay, and talking about uh, just on the political front, you see what's going on there in Britain. You have, you have the uh, the impending Brexit. Uh, look, 
Does it happen? I think that it just may happen. I think the probability is pretty high that it happens. And if it does happen, what's going to wind up uh, happening uh, on the heels of that, you can have an open door. Okay, you know, if you look back when the U.S. dollar dropped and the Canadian dollar, you know, rose and they were in parity for a little while, you had a lot of Canadian real estate investors that actually went out and bought a lot of U.S. assets because, you know, they were getting, in their mind and in reality, they were getting it for, for, for cheaper. Even though the prices didn't go down here in the States, they were getting things cheaper because the value of their dollar went higher. So if the Brexit does occur uh, and you see the the pound dropping, and it should drop sharply, I would imagine, you're going to have real estate in Britain, you know, even though the prices are not going to go down over there, Okay, but if you have U.S. dollars or, or other other currency that is stabilized and not dropping uh, alongside of it, you're going to be able to get good deals. Uh, if you're if you're a real estate investor and you're looking to add to your portfolio, and you know, look, London's always been a hot spot, uh, as is New York and Miami, L.A. things of that nature. Um, so hey, you know, I I think that a lot of things are going to wind up happening over there. If that should happen, and I do believe it will happen, uh, the possibilities are high. Possibilities are high. Okay, so now, um, and, you know, like I know that uh, there was a big merger this week. Everyone knows this. Uh, LinkedIn, Microsoft bought LinkedIn. Was it a, a smart move? Well, look, Microsoft, they don't have a, a great history of making great acquisitions. A lot of the acquisitions they, you know, they, they make kind of just, I don't know, they dwindle away. You know, uh, when Bill Gates ran the company, you know, they were taking chances with this, with that, trying to compete with Apple, trying to compete with this, with that. And the, the bottom line is it, it was, you know, it was hitting a brick wall. And now with them buying LinkedIn, I think it's strategic because Microsoft is already in, in the cloud environment and LinkedIn uh you know as far as the the advertising dollars are concerned you know they they command a, a higher advertising dollar than a facebook or or instagram or things of that or or, or social media sites like that cuz it's just a little bit different uh and they connect everything so if you're dealing with everything on a on a professional level if you you know you, linkedin is for you know for for, for professionals if you're going to go there try to uh connect with companies to try to get a job or just do business and 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 do that type of thing uh more than likely you're going to have it on your computer and if you're using outlook you know basically your your um your contacts kind of get linked together, kind of like what Facebook does and and what Google does uh, with with Gmail. It kind of connects your contacts with your phone book and so on and so forth. So you know, the bottom line is Microsoft is going to learn more about you know their their users, and they're going to be able to capitalize on that. I assume. Okay, look, the cloud business is big. It's big. Okay, you know, Amazon has been you know with 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 their uh, AWS, they've been making money hand over fist in that arena. It's the cloud, okay? You know more. You, you have Netflix there on AWS. You have Google that is in the cloud. Microsoft is in the cloud business. You have other companies that are in the cloud business. But at the end of the day, you know what you're going to wind up having. You're going to wind up having 
Amazon, Google, and Microsoft in that space. Uh, and they're going to be developing more and more products. And the other companies that are out there that may be, you know, that do offer cloud services, you know, they may get gobbled up. They may, you know, dwindle away unless they have something really extraordinary that, um, that sets them apart from every, everyone else. Okay. Now, st- staying on the topic of tech, uh, you know, Twitter. I've been hearing chatter about Twitter for so long that Twitter should be, uh, take, you know, taken over. They, they, they can't stand alone. Uh, they can't be a standalone company. Uh, you know, the management, you know, is not doing the right thing, so on and so forth. They broke, they brought back Jack Dorsey and nothing has transpired. He's the CEO of two companies, Square and Twitter, blah, blah, blah. Look, the bottom line is that Twitter, forget about all that stuff for a second. Twitter itself. Twitter is a great tool. And I believe, I believe that you're going to see, you're going to probably have some activism in there because it has to be because is the management, you know, has the management been asleep at the wheel? To a certain extent, yes, in the past, I think that they're looking to change that, okay? I think that they have to change that. They have to actually become more aggressive and more, you know, kind of open their eyes to what's going on and get involved, uh, and, you know, and, and get more involved within the, uh, the Twitter ecosystem and add things there add things there that may be able to integrate but may be separate okay you know you can grow organically and i believe twitter can grow organically but i think that them growing via acquisition and taking on strategic assets okay uh, they're looking to do something in music do something in music do something in video it doesn't have to be they have to be directly you know tied in to twitter you know they took over periscope Great tool. I used I used it for for a little while, but the the thing with it that now they're they're a lot they're 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 evolving, okay. And basically, there uh, you can now see the uh, the Periscope feed within the Twitter feed, which is pretty cool. Uh, it, it's a good feature to have, and I believe that they're going to evolve even further. It was a good acquisition. I think they can do more. I think they can do better. I think that they can add more. You know, I think that if they start going and making strategic acquisitions, you know, they can be accretive with, within probably, you know, I'm going to say 12 to, to 18 months from the time they make the acquisition. So the, the reality is, is they have to get out there and get active, get active. You have so much technology out there. They need to get active and get involved because it's beyond social media. If any company has proven that is beyond what's in front of you, it's Google, it's Facebook, it's companies like that that are looking beyond what's in front of them right now. Okay, so the reality is Twitter has to look beyond what's in front of them right now. They are looking at what's in front of them. They can't. They need to look beyond that. Look beyond the brick. Look at what's going to happen in the next five years, ten years. Look down the road. Then maybe they'll they'll get their vision and they'll start to grow. I don't think that the I don't think that Twitter itself is is uh is dead in the water. I don't think it's a lame duck. I think that they just have to figure out what they're going to do, how they're going to do it and make it happen. Okay? And then uh and then we'll we'll see. We'll see hopefully they they start doing it. I believe they are. I believe they are, and I think that at these levels, same way when when I when Facebook was down, in in the teens, I told I've told so many people that 
that is a buy and a half because they're going to figure it out. Twitter is going to figure it out. Right now, you know, you, you in, in the next few months, I don't think you're going to see the stock at this level. Okay, I'm not going and telling you to buy or sell or do anything. That's not what the show is about. I'm just saying that take a look at it. Do your research. Do your due diligence. Speak to your investment advisor. Figure it out. And if it's something that's that's up your alley, then you you, you do what you want to do with it. Uh, the bottom line is I'm just painting a picture uh, as far as uh, I see it. All right. And now in closing, uh, look, you have uh, you had the Fed uh, today. Actually, they didn't. They didn't raise the rates. No one expect. I didn't expect them to raise the rates. You know, look, they set everything on a course that basically, you know, kind of you can't you can't turn back. You can't turn back. The damage is done. They if they were going to raise rates, it, it should have been done a while ago. They didn't. So we're going to kind of stay here. Eventually, they're going to have to raise rates at some point. I don't know what that when that point's going to be because with all this geopolitical stuff that's going on, it's crazy. It's crazy. Maybe after the election, who knows? Who knows? You know, all we can do is is do what we do and 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 keep pushing along. But I have to stress this, and I and I and I hope that you know the political leaders and and I'm I'm stressing the word leaders. You know, understand what we need in the United States. We need to grow manufacturing. We need to create jobs. We need to, you know, continue with the agriculture. You're not jumping from, from, from one commodity to another. You know, we need to grow. We need to be innovative. We have, we have so many innovative companies out here. You know, help them to innovate more. And, and medical science and, and, and farming and agriculture and anything and, 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 and green energy, things like that. You see what's going on with Tesla, what Elon Musk is doing, and, and, and you have other companies out there that are trying to do the same thing. The problem is they don't have access to the capital. And maybe if the government did something uh, to help them, maybe that'll be a good thing. You know, even though you have a lot of private equity and venture capitalists out there, uh, trying to, you know, getting involved with these companies, I believe that more can be done. Okay. And that's it for this edition of Money Never Sleeps. Uh, thanks for tuning in and I'll be back with you, uh, soon with, uh, I'm going to speak about some other companies in manufacturing and technology and, uh, kind of, kind of dive a little deeper into some things, uh, as the shows get a little more intense and they will. Alright, you guys have a fantastic trading day. Initiating shutdown sequence. You're listening to UCW Radio in your face. What is your major malfunction? So let it be written. So let it be done. Ladies and gentlemen, my mother thanks you, my father thanks you, my sister thanks you, and I thank you. All opinions expressed by Louis Velasquez on the Money Never Sleeps radio show and its website are solely his opinions and do not reflect the opinions of the UCW radio show or their parent company or affiliates and may have been previously disseminated by him on television, radio, internet, or another medium. You should not treat any opinion expressed by him as a specific inducement to make a particular investment or follow a particular strategy, but only as an expression of his opinion. His opinions are based upon information he considers to be reliable, but neither the UCW radio show nor its affiliates, parent companies, and or subsidiaries warrant its completeness or accuracy, and it should not be relied upon as such. The UCW radio show, Louis Velasquez's affiliates, parent companies, and or subsidiaries are not under any obligation to update or correct any information provided on the radio show or on the website. 
His statements and opinions are subject to change without notice. No part of his compensation from the UCW radio show is related to the specific opinions he expresses. Please read the full disclaimer on MoneyNeverSleepsRadio.com.